This podcast was created for female business owners, coaches, and service providers to answer this question. How can I take what I already know, turn it into a short and simple self-published book, then leverage that book into six and seven figures and beyond? That's the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Jessica DeBry. Welcome to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome back to the Author Entrepreneur Podcast, episode 15. Can you believe it? This is like a book, you guys. It's like we're 15 chapters into this. And I realized today that it's almost shameful that it's taken me this long to speak about today's topic, which is why a book versus everything else, versus some other vehicle or way to build your business. So that's what we're talking about today. Because I mean, let's be honest, there's so many different ways to build a business. And wherever you turn, there's always some other guru saying, you should start a YouTube channel, you should launch a podcast, you should do reels or TikToks or Facebook or Twitter. Well, no one's actually saying you should use Twitter or Facebook to build a business nowadays. But with that being said, this episode is for you if you've been weighing your options. Maybe you've been thinking to yourself, okay, I'm thinking about a book, but I'm also thinking about all the other things. So what should I do first? And after this episode, I hope that you choose the book route. Obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, especially if you're listening to this episode, there's a reason. You're weighing this as one of your options, or maybe you've started the book, but you kind of put it on the back burner. But I hope that this gives you the good little nudge to get yourself forward with that dream that you have. And when I talk about book dreams, I think it's also important to point out that the sad reality is that the majority of people that have a book dream won't ever see that dream come to fruition. The last I checked, it was 8% of everyone that's ever said they wanted to write a book actually published a book. And that is sad to me because there's never been an easier time in history to self-publish a book and to get your book out into the world. And I I want to be part of that tiny little nudge that helps change that statistic and raises that statistic. I don't think only 8% of us that want to write books should put books out. I, you know, is it feasible for 100? Probably not. But I think that we should be able to nudge that up a little bit more because, again, it's never been a better time, but it really all comes down to making it a priority and knowing that it's going to be a good return on your investment. Because if you're investing time, which is, as you know, is your most precious asset, you want to see an ROI on that. And I could tell you till I'm blue in the face that it's a book, but if you don't truly believe it, that is not going to make a difference. So again, I'm a little ashamed that I haven't talked about this yet. And the reason I started thinking about this topic is because earlier this month, I went back home for a couple days. I grew up in South Orange County. I live in Phoenix now. And my husband and I went back. And I got to be honest, you guys, I thought I was going to be like a traveling mom. You know, I have a two-year-old. I thought that I was just going to be traveling all over, bringing him with me. But uh, reality kind of had different plans when he came out with, you know, over 30 food allergies. And it's a little difficult to travel with him and get food on the go. That's just an impossibility. But with that being said, when I do get out, I really maximize my time. I was able to squeeze in a bunch of visits with friends. And one of my friends, we met up for happy hour at one of our old 
favorite happy hour places and we had just ordered our drinks and she just looked at me straight in the eye and she goes, but why a book? Jessica, why a book? Why should I devote my time into a book versus something else? And she's a real estate agent and she's been going really hard on Instagram and putting her time and and, and her energy into the Instagram platform, growing it, doing reels, that sort of thing. And I love what she's doing. I have a lot of respect for what she's doing. But I I said to her, where should we start? And as we had that conversation, I realized that I needed to share all that stuff here. So the three reasons why a book versus everything else. The first reason is because your ideal clients are reading and looking for your book. When we talk about who's reading, I think it's important to actually point out the statistics here. So I pulled up a chart from the Pew Research Center, and it's basically telling us who's reading. So who read books in the previous year? And this was published in 2019. So it's a couple years old, but still very relevant to today's uh, digital marketplace and today's day and age. So when we look at who's reading, women are reading. About 80% of all women read books last year. Uh, if you compare that to about 67 or 68% of men. So that's a pretty big difference, right? So women are the ones that are reading. It's women that are educated that are reading. Almost 90% of all women with a college degree, <clears throat> excuse me, and higher, read books in the previous year. If you compare that to someone that has less than a high school degree, you're at about 50%. And then also there's a direct correlation between how much money someone makes and how many books they read. The more they're reading, the more they're actually making. And the more they're making, the more they're reading. So it really, it goes hand in hand. So when you think about your ideal client, your target demographic, ask yourself if that matches up with the statistics the statistics I just shared with you. So women who are smart and educated and who are wealthy and not even, you know, like ridiculously wealthy. I'm talking about women that are well off to be able to invest in programs that you offer. Now, I need to back myself up here a little bit because I probably should have started this with a book is for you if you are a service provider, if you have higher level coaching, and if you have digital courses. If you are in the product space, maybe a book isn't your first choice. May, you know, product-based businesses, especially lower-end items. So let's say you sell a skincare product, or let's say you sell a tea or another food product. Instagram is where you want to be, right? But if you are not in the product space, now let's go back to where we were at. If you're in the service provider space, if you are a coach, if you are a digital course creator, then that book is really the pinnacle of where you want to be because that's where your ideal clients are. They're reading books already and their next book they're looking for could be your book. You know, if you have your book out there, you can be the next one in line for them to put their attention on. So that's the first reason. The second reason is when you think about books, how they're consumed, what state of mind someone is in, they're sitting down, they're laying on uh, the couch or they're laying in bed. They're in a very focused state of mind. That is a very different state of mind than someone who is scrolling, right? A scrolling state of mind is someone that kind of maybe just woke up, grabbed their phone, they're scrolling through Instagram, they're looking at reels, they're looking at their stories and that sort of thing. That scrolling state of mind is very difficult to create call call of call to actions in, right? But in a book where someone's very focused, it's 
much simpler and easier of a pathway to get someone to get excited about what you're teaching and then back to your stuff and your website and links back to your business versus when you're trying to do it and you're competing with everyone else that's within an app where someone is scrolling. So really that state of mind on a book, within a book, is a huge advantage over something else. And then the third reason is because A book starts the buying relationship right from the get-go. Think about when you're on Amazon. You're searching for something to buy. You're not just searching for something to look at. You're not just searching for a podcast to listen to. You are looking to buy, and your future readers and clients and customers are doing the same thing. That is an extremely powerful place for you to be because Again, you can't get that anywhere else. And if someone starts their relationship with you because they found your book accidentally on Amazon, which is an amazing accidental thing to happen, and then they are drawn to you, they are connected with you because they purchased your book, they read your stories, they learned your strategies, they are 60 to 70% more likely to buy from you again. You know, statistics tell us that previous buyers are 60 to 70% more likely to buy again. Again, that's a huge advantage. Even if you have a very small list of book readers, they're already buyers of you. They're, they've already bought from you in the past. They bought your book. So that alone, to me, puts you becoming an author at such a huge advantage over other things. But if you look at all three of those, so let's recap those. The three reasons why a book versus everything else. Number one, because your ideal clients are reading and they're looking for your book. Number two, because books are consumed in a focused state of mind. And number three, because when you're an author, your buyer relationship is started right from the get-go between you and your reader. Those all put together, I mean, it just knocks the book pro list right out of the park. (laughs) And here's the thing. If you're still kind of deciding, Jessica, you know, I'm hearing what you're listening or I'm hearing what you're saying. I'm listening to what you're saying and I'm still undecided. Then I want to tell you this. Start with the book. Put all your focus and your energy and your time into the book And tell yourself, okay, I'm going to give myself three to six months or whatever your timeline is, and then I'll lean into something else. Because when you go to lean into something else, it's you're already in an advantaged position, right? Because you're already an author. So let's say you were to say, okay, I'm going to put everything else on the back burner. I'm going to go into my book journey starting today. Then in six months, when you're a best-selling author, then you go back onto Instagram. Then you go into uh, maybe YouTube videos or podcasts or whatever it may be. And you're not just you as the coach or the service provider or whatever it is you do in your business, but you're the best-selling author. That already puts you in a position of credibility right from the get-go. Or, 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 or (laughs) maybe you're thinking you want to do something in conjunction with a book and maybe you feel like you have the time and the energy to do so. Then if you're going to do that, you could do something similar to what I'm doing here, which is one of the reasons why I launched this podcast is because I knew that I was going to have an author entrepreneur book down the line. And 
Part of the reason that I wanted to create the podcast was so that I could put my ideas, form them together, be sort of forced into a weekly uh, content creation with the podcast. And then I'm doing these podcasts knowing that I'm transcribing them. And then I'm going to take a lot, a lot of the ideas and the episodes and turn them into chapters down the line. So I joked about that in the beginning of the podcast about how, you know, we're sort of 15 chapters in. Well, it's not really a joke. I mean, I, I'm not going to take everything that I've talked about in this podcast and put it into a book, but it's part of the plan and part of the intention. So I think knowing that if you're going into something else, like a podcast or a YouTube channel or a blog, you know, I didn't even bring that up, but a blog is a great place to start curating your ideas that you'll eventually turn into chapters for your book down the line. So you can do things in conjunction, but I think it really comes down to being intentional. And at the end of the day, if nothing else, just knowing that you're going to say yes to your book journey and you're going to see it through to completion no matter what, that is what's going to allow you to push through and become that tiny little 8% down the line of people that actually have the book dreams and see them come to fruition. And that makes you a super powerhouse, amazing person, amazing woman, amazing entrepreneur, and amazing service provider because you're sharing everything that you know, not just out there in the ether and in social media, but within the pages of a book. And you know what I always say, when you write your story, you change the world. I'll see you in the next episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. You listen to the podcast, now it's time for you to read the book. Author Entrepreneur is officially a best-selling book, and if you've ever wondered how to make your book dream a reality, Author Entrepreneur will show you step-by-step how to write, launch, and leverage a short nonfiction book that can catapult your business so you can maximize your impact and build a six-figure business or even start one from scratch. Check it all out at jessicadebry.co slash book and make sure to download your free Jumpstart Your Journey bonus author entrepreneur bundle at jessicadebry.co slash book or search for author entrepreneur on Amazon. See you on the next episode of the Author Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you.